0: Bringing you cutting-edge insights from the world of technology. Join us to hear thought leaders explore the ever-evolving world of technology and telecoms to keep your industry knowledge up to the minute. You are listening to the Spearline Podcast.
1: You have reached Sorry, number the number you have dialed is not in service. No longer time. in service.
0: Welcome back, listeners, to the first episode of season two of the Spearline Podcast. We're delighted to be up and running once again with a successful first season in the bag. If you're a new listener and joining us, hello and welcome to the show. Be sure to check out a previous season if you haven't already, all hosted on the Spearline website while also featured on Buzzsprout, Spotify and iTunes. On this week's episode, Spearline's Chief Marketing Officer, Mike Palmer, sits down with Spearline's CEO and co-founder, Kevin Buckley, to talk about working from home and what it means for companies today. Kevin, thanks for welcoming us in your home today. Um, It's
1: great to be here. At Spearline, we're all about helping our customers to communicate most effectively with their customers. And more and more, it seems, in the circumstances that we face kind of globally, our customers are reaching out to us asking about how they can get their staff to work most effectively from home. So work from home is a real big thing. What does that mean to Spearline today and and how do we go about helping in that environment? Well, first of all, Mike, uh, you're very welcome. Uh, into in,
2: into my home and my, my family's home. I suppose at, at Spearline, we're all about making sure to date that the connectivity is good into the contact centres, into the work environment. But the world is changing as we know well. And working from home or remote working are becoming a bigger part of the day-to-day environment. So we've been doing all the quality testing, connection testing, latency testing right down to the contact centre to date. But now people are starting to work from home so we have to start building towards those challenges. In the current environment, we have people working from home all over the world. Spearline are no different than any other company. As of tomorrow, all our employees and all the Spearliners across the world will work from home. So what we're looking to do there is how do we make sure that the flexibility and the connectivity is getting right down into the home and making sure that when you're working from home, working from remotely, that you have the same experience as you do in other places. You brought the question around contact centers, um, and that is a real big challenge for contact centers. They're very much, you know, team led, driven in re- in relation to call stats, big screens up in the wall, making sure that they're answering the right questions. They've got a team lead over them with managers over them. The structures are going to have to change, and the biggest part of all those structures comes down to two things, I believe, and one is trust, and the second is making sure that your environment at home is the same environment as you have inside a contact center. And connectivity and making sure your audio quality and your data connectivity with chat is absolutely
1: perfect. And actually, as you say that, um, I, I, I'm beginning to think outside of the contact center. Um, so, yeah, to date we've been very, very um, successful in helping our customers to communicate with their customers. But as you point out, we at Spearline are now venturing into a place where you know, 100% of our staff are going to be working remotely. So... The quality of communication as we collaborate together is also key. So internal teams across the world, as businesses move to a work-from-home type environment, the quality of those team collaborations is going to impact their productivity and the quality of their outputs, I would think. Is that, is that more or less what's happening?
2: Yeah, I think, I think the quality is going to be a big part in the collaboration. As you know well, Mike, I, I love to collaborate and I love to get a team into a room and we whiteboard it out and we try to figure it all out. And that's going to be a real challenge. And in particular, I'll find that a huge challenge, but I'm going to have to work around it. Um, And it's about good practices. It's about staying within the routine. It's about using the tools that are out there to collaborate together and calling people in. If anything, we already have a flexible working strategy within Spearline. Um, And from a discussion that I've had with a number of people who work from home a number of days a week, one of the things that, that can be a challenge is when they're in meetings, you might have four people inside in one room and one person working remotely, and they mightn't get the same voice heard. That's going to all change now so the collaboration could be an even footing as people communicate we're going to have to think about it we're going to have to work towards it but a lot of companies around the world are very successful in it but we're not going to be able to have those team offsites, sites those strategy thinking meetings so we're just going to have to be able to do them online use the tools the best we can but obviously making sure that the connectivity and the connections are working is the most critical part of all that
1: so it seems to me a lot of business leaders would have concerns about the environment in which their employees operate if they're if they're adopting a work from home policy in that environment they think about you know the room, the setting um is it going to be quiet, insulated from family, from pets, you know children running about, et cetera um, but it's that connection from the home office back to the business, back to the customer that is really critical because that's that's how the conversation experiences the environment and and it's either a good conversation or it's not. Um, so is is that where we see Spearline now reaching out and supporting customers as they embrace home office? Yeah, I, I think in the past, in, in particular, you know, go, pa- go back twelve months ago,
2: I think people were very con- concerned about the home environment, about where your office was, where you were working. Was their children running in the background? Was there pets around right in the background? You know, I've got five young children, so I know more than most. I live in a rural setting, but I don't think companies are too worried about that anymore. I don't think they care if the child running in the background or if the pet running in the background. I think they're more concerned about you know, latency, a call dropping, video falling down the whole time. So I think connectivity is the most critical part. And Spearline, that's where we step in. We step in predominantly up to now, we've been coming right into the contact center, whereas now we're getting right down to the home. And that's where we're trying to add value to customers and to do it in a way that makes their business run better and that they can see where the problems
1: are and fix them. So they are proactive rather than reactive every day. Okay. Trust, you mentioned, and I think that's important. Um, businesses that get this right, businesses that embrace this, and, and many are being kind of thrust into this world where we now have to embrace it, um, businesses that do well, are, are those going to be the businesses that, that thrive and survive? Yeah, I think. And I think trust is critical because if you don't trust
2: a person inside your office, you know, you're probably not a good match that day anyway. Uh, trust has to be right across the employee spectrum all the time between whoever it is inside the organization. And that's where I think companies will strive, is by releasing and giving that more trust and flexibility and autonomy and authority to people. Um, And when they're home, you'd be surprised how much more productivity people get out of it. You'd be surprised how much more time they'll have for their personal life, for their family life. I only live a couple of kilometers in the road, and uh, I'll save 20 minutes a day. You know, I have been reading stuff recently and right across Europe and across the US in major cities, you're talking anywhere between an hour and two hours commute each way a day. So they can gain somewhere between 10 and 20 hours a week back into their lives. And you can only get more out of people in relation to that both ways, for their personal life, for their home working life, and likewise for their business and whatever they're going to do in relation to giving back to the
1: company. Okay, very good. Um and it seems those commutes, and they do exist, um, and major centres like London, New York, etc. I mean, the cost of living in those spaces is huge. So, you know, people early in their careers are finding that they have to find accommodation uh, two hours down the rail line or whatever. Um, so what does that do in terms of access to skills for business?
2: Well, I think you're you're straight away, you're at a fight because if people are accessing two hours down the commute line on the train, you know, they have to, They're tired when they're coming to work in the morning because they have to be up so much earlier than anyone else. So access is, if you say to people that you let them work from home, even if it's one or two days a week, that gives them a new sense and they might say, well, this job might be for me. I wouldn't have thought about it before because I can't afford to live in the city because the centre cities right across the world are costing so much money. I'm not going to put all my money into rent and not have a life outside of it. So you can actually get people to work anywhere remotely. Look, we all know the challenges in relation to technology and particular software developers, project managers around the world. So by changing the environment that you have, opening up that cycle, opening up that trust environment, putting the right collaboration tools in place, making sure that their home environment and their connectivity is in place, you can really ramp up your skill set inside your organization. And, you know, I can only see
1: one way for companies to go, and that is that they'll have growth out of it. Okay. Kevin, it seems to me then businesses have access to a global talent pool, which is pretty exciting. Um, and if that global talent that they take on board is in, you know, more remote environments, et cetera, that has to have um, a kind of a social impact and an environmental impact if they're not moving into those kind of urban centers. Yeah. Look, if, if you take Matt and
2: I, the, we're the two co-founders, you know, two college buddies set up in my parents' garage. Yeah, we needed to be together maybe at the start to figure all that that stuff out at the start. But as we grew, and it's only in the last number of years as we rolled out offices across Europe and, and into Asia in, in our Indian office, that we've had you know excitement, growth, collaboration has really started to come together in all those offices. And we've we've seen no change in our company. If anything, we're accelerating at a pace that we never anticipated because it allowed us to go out there and get talent that we never thought we could achieve to get. So we're getting brilliant developers right across the world. We're getting brilliant customer support people. We're getting brilliant right across every department and they're all over the world if you take, as you, you spoke about the, I suppose the social impact and I think climate change is a huge thing that we have to talk about at the moment um, and we've all got a responsibility if you can take those commute times down and if people don't have to travel and do long commutes that's only good for everybody within it? You know, we work in an environment where numerous of our customers you listed some off earlier Mike and I could even go farther, further with that with the likes of Ring Central and PGI, and many more in Trado. You know they're allowing those, these collaboration tools to work. And, and we've all got an onus on ourselves to use these and to make sure we use them for not just that it's handy for us, but that we get a climate impact as well in relation to it, because we're not burning fossil fuels and we don't have to be flying around the world. Yes, you do have to do that to get from now, to, now and again to get your face-to-face customer meetings or to sell something in and that's important, or to get that collaboration between teams working to, to a higher standard but we don't need to do it as often as we are doing in the past. And if anything in the current environment would showcase that, that we can work the same in companies like ours, um, and many more companies are just like us, we'll be able to work the same afterwards, whether they're working in a home environment or working in an office environment.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I think for me, um, and I, I do home office um, a, a couple of days a week, and now I'm moving into a many days a week um, environment, for at least for the foreseeable future. For me, it has to be much more than collaborating on on shared documents, et cetera. Conversation is really, really important. Um, so I think I think home office can be, for some people, a very lonely experience because people do like to interact socially over a cup of coffee in the kitchen, et cetera. Um, so we kind of have a, a an obligation to our customers to help them ensure that that last mile you point out supports conversation and connectivity, yeah. Yeah I agree with Human you Human connectivity
2: yeah, uh, yeah I think so Because I think some people Do find it very lonely And, and they struggle with it And I think there's a loneliness On us within our own uh, uh, for, for me personally when I, My own teams And even going further Right across the company That we do interaction And that every team Should be doing at least Two video calls a day With some other member Of that team And uh, you know If they're talking remotely To our customers They need to be having Face to face conversations And connectivity is what You need for that Requirement to happen You know you, you, It's well and good to do an audio call, but as we know, you can't beat connectivity. Everyone tells us that when you're home working environment, it shouldn't change from your office environment. If you get up in the morning, you have your breakfast, you go for your shower, you go for your jog, whatever it is you do, you stick to that environment, and then you go into your working day. If you have your coffee at 10 a.m., you still have your coffee at 10 a.m. You dress the same, you do everything the same to make sure your productivity stays at a higher, a high or not even higher standard than you had before. So social interaction is critical. Um, and I'm a person that loves social interaction. I love talking to people. I love collaborating with people. You, you know well that I could pop up to your desk and go, Mike, have you five minutes? And it okay, ends indeed. up being five hours. So, you know, I'm one of those people that do that, and we must figure out how to do it the other way. Um, you sp- again, I come back to you, you, spoke about loneliness, and that is about doing several meetings, face-to-face meetings a day, and connectivity is a critical part of that. So making sure that you have a high connectivity into your home, into your a, a remote working office, that's what we need to be achieving and connectivity isn't good enough anymore that you can just work on documents. It has to be audio. It has to be video. It has to be data. You know, we have to
1: go right across the spectrum and we have to work to, work to achieve that. Okay. And that is, that is a challenge. And, and, and I'm delighted to be associated with Spearline myself because we're helping businesses kind of rise to that challenge. I think video and, and audio as real-time applications on the network now reaching down into people's home office environment um, it, it does present challenges, um, so so we've got a future um, helping businesses to optimize their employee productivity in that space. You're pretty excited about that, I can tell.
2: I am because I think uh, any business, uh, you know, doesn't really stand out from another business unless it's got a true purpose. Uh, and I, I think at Spearline we have a true purpose. You know, we're we're, we're trying to make businesses communicate better together, um, and. Whether that's right into your data center, right down to the contact center, or right down to the home, we're going to achieve that for customers when they work with us. You know, our, our stats show that when you work at Spearline in the first year, we increase your connectivity by over 2%. Now, 2% might not sound a high stat, but if you're running at a 975 connectivity rate into a contact center, that's not a pretty place to be. We can guarantee within the first 12 to 18 months that we'll have you up to a 99.55% stat. And I think that's a real excitement because you can show companies that you're achieving what they want to achieve. And they don't have their managers shouting down at them or they don't have the people on the floor shouting back up at them or in the environment we're going to, people at home saying, I can't talk to the customers. We're making sure that happens. Uh, and talking to customers doesn't just sit anymore with just voice or video. It can be data, it can be chat. you know. So we can't have latency, we can't have ping times down. We must make sure that they're up high as well. So, or vice versa when it comes to ping. So you know, it's a real exciting time for Spearline, Um, and the growth I think that's reflected over the last three to four years is a complete adoption of of our software and our products around the world with our customers to say that we are achieving that for them and that they are we are really showing value from. And I I spoke about earlier in the adoption of other things about working from home. You know what we're trying to do in Spearline is we're trying to be proactive, rather than reactive, and that's what we're trying our customers to be all the time is that. They see Spearline as the company that's proactive, not reactive. So if they have a number down, Spearline spotted before their customer spots it. If they have latency issues in their line, Spearline spotted before a- another person inside their organisation spots it. So that we are getting ahead of the curve and we're making it sh- easier for those knock teams, we're making it easier for those telecreation teams to, m- to work on their day-to-day jobs, to be implementing new services rather than rocking and tickets and, you know, nonsense stuff that we all in our everyday lives. Take that out of their environment, that they're really working on the right thing. And that comes back to engineer time, Mike, as well. Um, You know, engineers, as I spoke about, are hard to get. They're expensive in the environments. You want your engineers working on proper stuff. You don't want them working on tickets about minute stuff. Let that the companies like Spearline to get ahead of the game. Let us sort that out free. And then you work on what's important, looking after your people.
1: Yeah, that's understandable. Fire prevention is better than firefighting. Exactly, um, for sure. Let's let's minimize the the firefighting. So it seems, you know, what we've discussed, we've got a win-win-win. Um, certainly, as you pointed out, there's there's a kind of a win for society and for the environment if people are working from home. You know, the the lack of a commute is putting less stuff into the atmosphere. The planet is is better for it. Local economies in in smaller towns are, are benefiting. That's all wonderful. For the employee, um, there's there's a whole work life balance that comes into play. For businesses, um, if we all adjust to the current circumstances and people really embrace the opportunity for work at home, it seems we can we can reduce costs. You know, people can do more hot desking. Businesses don't have to accommodate the full workforce in terms of a dedicated desk. The office can still exist, but maybe it has a different use in the future. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, with the adoption of working from home um,
2: and I, I think the current environment will change people's mindsets. Um, if I just roll back to a, a, another point there was, there was a number of years ago in the city of London where there was a number of lines within the, the subway were, or within the tube environment were, were shut down for a number of months due to I believe it was a strike issue at the time. And people had to find a new route to come to work every day. Um, and we after the the issue was resolved after a number of weeks, twenty percent of those people that had to go on the new line stayed on the new line because they found that that was a quicker, it was cleaner, it was safer you know one of those environments factors that they f- they felt with i've no doubt that the working from home adoption could be a similar stat or maybe even higher. So we are going to have to work in relation to that to say if that happens we we need to be ready for it the The, the advantages for companies is brilliant, you know. We all know that offices cost a lot of money. If people are working from home, you know there is not a major cost for companies in that relationship. Um, but if the productivity stays the same or gets higher, there can be only a, a win-win again. So look, it won't come without its challenges. You, you spoke about the, all the benefits it, that comes with. There's challenges within it, and I spoke about the collaboration piece. It's very important that we keep the mindset and keep the focus. It's very easy to say we're going to collaborate for a couple of weeks and then it drifts and it slides, It's very important that we keep that collaboration going up day in, day out, six months, 12 months, you know, six years' time, that we're trying to achieve what we're trying to achieve all the time. So I I believe the win for the company is huge, Um, and I believe that the flexible working for the person at home is brilliant as well. And I think the hours that they come back into their own personal life, whether that's a family life, whether that's walking the dog, whether that's going to the cinema, you know, when they come into work the following day, they must be fresher. Um, And... You know, we we don't want a situation where it's a work-work balance. We don't want a situation where it's a life-life balance. We want a work-life balance. So both parties are winning from it. So companies must get to that adaptation. Um, You spoke about office environment. We will move into a place where everyone will have a random desk that they would sit on every day they come in. And again, that will only achieve the collaboration point of view because if you're sitting alongside someone new every day, you're learning a new part of the business, you're learning a new part of the environment. If that is only one day a week that you're in the office, what's wrong with that? So I, I, think it's, I think the benefits come, but companies need to be clever about where they're going with it and how they adopt it. And I, I keep coming back to the word collaboration, making sure the collaboration comes to make sure the innovation comes into the future. Because my philosophy, is, you know well, Mike, is you, you innovate or you die um, as a company. And that's what we're, we're going to keep doing in Spearline, and that's what I believe every company in the world should be doing all the time.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I look forward to the journey where we help our customers to innovate. Um, and we, we watch them thrive and succeed in this new world that embraces work from home. Um, it's been great being here in your sitting room. It's been great experiencing your home office. Um, and I know tomorrow we're going to collaborate remotely. And I look forward to collaborating with you. Well, thanks, Mike. And uh, thanks
2: for coming into, to, into our home today. Um, it's great to have you here. Uh, I I'm, must I'm get used to it now for the next two weeks, two months, whatever that may be. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to it But it, it's great that, that we are Getting into this trial fra- phase, to see, phase To see how it goes It's great that we are getting into this trial phase To see how it, how it goes for Spearline And we've got just some great exciting Products coming down the road uh, And what we're doing, I can see that it's Again a win-win for both Spearline And our customers and hopefully more future customers So thanks for coming in today And uh, safe journey home
0: Excellent, thank you very much Kevin Well, that was a great listen with some valuable insights from Mike and Kevin. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, you can subscribe to the Spearline podcast on all your favorite platforms. For now, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Spearline proactively monitors phone numbers for audio quality and connectivity globally. Our platform enables enterprises and telecommunication service providers to test connectivity and quality on global telecoms networks, testing automatically at volume. If you would like to find out more about how Spearline can help you, please contact us at Spearline.com. And for more insights and in-depth interviews like these, you can subscribe to the Spearline Podcast channel. And don't forget to check out Spearline.com, where you can find all of our latest articles, white papers, and much more. Till next time, and thank you for listening to The Spearline Podcast.